Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Upon Further Review. <laughs> this is Noah Kinsey. And I'm Jonesy. And today we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, I love it. If you yeah. like pina coladas. <laughs> That's right. We're doing another mini major. On uh, the movie that just we came out this weekend, in a while. we have not. And so I'm excited to be back on know, the on the excited. wiki wiki over here, so we can <laughs> spit it and quit it. You know what I'm saying? So, what'd you think? I fucking loved it. Yes. I loved it. And, uh, I By loved the way, it. spoiler alert, like there's going to be a ton of, we can't not. I mean, That's like true. there's so much in there. Just spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't want to just sit here and just like jerk it off without giving you guys some splooge. Yeah, we mean? have like, to just you... dig deep. Yeah. So. We got to do it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> continue. I just wanted to. Warn oh, no. People. Yeah. Uh, no, I loved it. I, you know, the first time I saw it, me and my wife were on acid and it was phenomenal. Saw and, the first one. Yeah. The first volume one. And I just I was watching this one and I'm like, I can't wait till I come back to see this with my wife again on acid <laughs> because it was so colorful mm-hmm. and gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeously yeah. shot you know uh great storyline yeah i love the storyline yeah. um though i felt like some things were recycled sure but it's such an epic i mean what what epic that we've seen hasn't had recycled mm-hmm. content i'm okay with it yeah. but all in all i fucking thought it was great yeah same i loved it i absolutely loved it i think i need to see it again to be sure but i think i liked it better than the first one did you i feel like because it builds on the first one right right and i think what what I love about it, it does take a lot from the first one, but it builds on that. So it's like, well, yeah, you know, like as far as an epic or a sequel, mm-hmm. it's you obviously have to have those fundamentals from the first movie to kind of carry on. But it was a continuation of the story. Right. And, um, you know, it added extra layers to like Nebula and to uh, Gamora, uh, Gamora. And what's the Yandu? Mm-hmm. It added extra layers and complexities to their characters characters and really fleshed them out in a way where even i don't want to say their their character turn but their arc felt very organic right and it was like you know we we watch a lot of movies obviously and there's a lot of times where like there's big turning points that happen or a big climax that happens and for me majority of the time they're not really earned right Mm, correct this Earned everything. Earned every minute uh-huh. of every climactic moment. Yes. You know, like everything with Yondu was earned and it was set up all the way in the first movie, mm-hmm. which I loved. So the last bit of uh, you know, his time on the screen for this movie was beautiful. It was yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. Kind of to that point. I just I you know, we see movies all the time where 
some some object is in the beginning and you're like all right well that's going to be used at some point yeah you know and it's just it kind of always feels like convenient setups and Uh different obvious like oh since this doesn't make any fucking sense being here right now it must come into play later right you know that happens more often than not but this movie there are a lot of things in the first act that get paid off in the, the third, third but act, it's yeah. totally earned. Dude, there was and there was points where we were just like, oh shit, I totally forgot about that yeah. thing. You know, because you get so enveloped in the storyline mm-hmm. that you you forget about the little plants that are happening in the first act. And then when it comes back in that third act, it's very few times you get to watch a movie and actually get like like cheer. You know yeah. what I mean? Because the the payoffs are so great. Mm-hmm. And this movie I was clapping. We were. I think we laughed throughout the whole yeah. entire movie. And uh-huh. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of really great comedy, but a lot of heart. But too. A, so much heart. I was surprised at first. The first part of it, I loved it, but I was a little worried that they were going to be leaning too heavily on the comedy. Uh-huh. But by, I mean, by halfway through, I'm like, okay, they're finding the balance. You know, they're kind of, kind of. Uh, uh, segueing us into the sequel with more of the comedy and more of the character development. Right. But, like, if anything, that just kind of eases you into the second installment. Right. And by the end, it just, I felt like the balance was just phenomenal when mm-hmm. it came to the tone and the humor and the characters. Well, and the, the thing, too, that you keep saying, like, the, the three dimensional characters on the page and on the screen are so great. Because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, pretty refreshing. Well, one very refreshing. Secondly, you can connect to these people just as regular human beings because we all have, you know, siblings that we fight with. We all have friends that we try to keep around. We always have the firecracker of a friend. But at the end of the day, we're all friends. We're all family. We are Groot, basically. (laughs) You know, because and that's the beautiful thing about Groot's character and how he keeps saying we are Groot Mm. is like we are all connected. You have a guy that is a plant that is rooted. You know what I mean? Mm. And he says the one thing. I am Groot. I am Groot. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Got it. You know? Um, And I think, to me, the the dimensionality of all these... Can I use that word? Sure. Is that a fucking word? It is now. Uh, It works so well. Mm. And the payoffs with Quill and uh, his dad being what he is and all that stuff, I was curious how they're going to spin it. Yeah, I was curious, like, okay, this guy's basically giving Quill all of this power. Right, basically, Kurt Russell is Peter Quill's dad. Ego, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> funny He's a celestial, being. celestial being. So bits of him are you know that makes Quill half of a celestial, mm-hmm. and so uh, basically shares with him like you have the ultimate power. Yeah, you, you have power of a god of a god. Little or G, little or G. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, he he makes a really. Great choice, and it's about sacrifice for the things you love the most. Yeah, and the majority of the time, it's family. Mm-hmm. And so, I was curious how he was going to sacrifice himself in this movie because he found his dad, the one yeah. thing that he's been seeking mm-hmm. since he was a boy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I like that. I like that he brings his mom back because his mom was such a powerful person in his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So. It's interesting to me because she comes back again to kind of pull him through something. Yeah. Right? Because the first one, she comes back when he says, grab my hand or mm. what have you. And they all yeah. grab the, the Infinity Stone. And then this one, she was also the power within him to kind of kind of defeat his own dad by the very yeah. end of this thing, which I thought was fucking awesome. So Yeah, and I, I, I thought, you know, one of the things I love about the Guardians of the Galaxy and this one I thought was so fun is like, 
I mean, the one of the the groups coming after them at the start of the movie was totally their fault. Like, uh-huh. because of who they are, they get in trouble. Right. Like, that's just what they do. But also, because of who they are, they can rise above that to be great. Right. And I thought totally. that was awesome. So it's like, yeah, your scumbagginess gets you in trouble. Bit of both. But, yeah, but it's also, like, saves you. Right. You know? I mean, it's that scrappy mentality. And, it right. like, to your point, it really was about family. This whole movie this whole was thing. about a family. Like, is family blood or is family who you choose? Mm-hmm. And is there, is like, a combination of both or whatever? And, right. I mean, he chose his his hodgepodge family right. over, like, his actual, you know, the one who put him inside of his mom basically right because that's that's his family now mm-hmm. you know um and i just thought that was interesting and even with kurt russell i mean it was a fascinating villain because he wasn't really a villain i mean you understood right his logic for why he was doing what he was doing right right but also when you see like well because if noah gonna... was a god he would totally oh in a heartbeat <laughs> totally just heartbeat. take over the world yeah but and that's a good point too because you know they say every villain is a hero in yeah. their journey yeah villain right? the best villains don't think they're the bad guys right and to Kurt Russell's, uh, you know, expertise as an actor, you believed every minute of it. Oh, yeah. You know, and for me, I was like, I guess I could kind of see where you're coming from, mm. you know, that type of thing. And to which end he, you know, he has a son and he does want to have some form of human connection. But at the same time, while ruining everything else. He, while ruining what he's spent his entire being uh-huh. to do. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, that's. Everything that Kurt Russell has done was towards this mission, and that was his purpose. Mm-hmm. And you can all you can kind of do the argument where he's been so by himself for so long that he doesn't know how to he that that's what's important. He right. doesn't know compromise. He doesn't know you know anytime he's acted like he's been compromising, it was all towards his bigger mission. Right. Because right. I mean, he sure he loves Peter. Like he loved his other children who. I don't see. That's the thing, though. I don't think he did really. He, I think he loved him because it furthered what he wanted to accomplish. Well, he loved him I because believe... he saw himself inside of Peter, right? Of the but power. that's the that's the irony, yeah. Because he didn't love Peter. He right. loved what was inside of him, which was himself. Mm-hmm. Hence the title, ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Like the name fits Perfectly. the the villain in mm-hmm. every way possible. Yeah. Um. So. From a story standpoint, I loved I loved it as well. And mm-hmm. to to the other end too, like thematically, you know, father and son reconciliation type stuff. And uh, for me, you know, growing up for myself, like I never really had a dad either. So I these types of movies really hit to the core of me because I can relate to that that need and mm-hmm. want, right, to kind of understand what it means to be a man and having a man in your life and. Peter Quill's, I relate with that character so heavily. Uh-huh. And I, that's why I love Guardians of the Galaxies. Outside of all of the Marvel Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy is by far my favorite. That's your favorite. By far. Did you like this one better than the first one? To be honest with you, I like them equally. I think they nice. hold each other hand in hand yeah. really, really yeah. well. Um, so I can't say that I liked this one over the last one. They just they just mm-hmm. fit together, Yeah, in my opinion. They're both really fucking good. Yeah, I agree. Um I just I, I love the the eighties callbacks for different oh, yeah, things because totally. that's what he grew up with. So uh-huh. that's the reference he's gonna have. The right. David Hasselhoff payoff was amazing. Uh, fucking hilarious. It was so good. And one of the things I thought was really interesting 
You know, you talk. We already talked about how sequels tend to just be like the same thing again. Well, you know what's interesting to that same point though, because you're asking me about the first one to the second mm. one. I think what tends to happen in these situations, and tell me if you feel differently, but they're trying to one up the last one that they just yeah. did. I don't feel. I don't know if James Gunn tried to one up per se, but I think. I think he just tried to push the story forward yep. in the second one instead of trying to, you know, do stuff that's more extravagant than the last one. Yeah. In my opinion. And I like that so much more. I agree. I agree. You know, it wasn't so like, well, now we have to make the second one bigger because as a lot of people can, can attest by the third movie, usually they fall apart. Right. And but I I'm down for a but, third movie. Well, so it just pushes sure. the story. Well, because forward this one, because to, like to that point, people, you know, a lot of these big budget movies for the sequels, like we have to make it bigger. Yeah. Well, if you go bigger in the second movie, Movie, it's really hard to go bigger in the third and then right. it just falls apart did you feel like this one was bigger than the no, first one i agree like yeah, i, I feel, feel like it was more either. of like what where's the next step adventure that i can take these characters on? right obviously you know? leading to another right you know i'm assuming they're going to introduce them in uh they'll be in the infinity wars okay. so they'll be in the avengers okay um so they already started filming that like a month or so ago and oh, shit. um cool. at least i saw chris pratt there i don't know about the others but i just saw very little uh-huh. um but um what i thought was really interesting and made a lot of sense is drax is i don't want to say, drax isn't different in this movie he's the same character but what i thought was fascinating was he wasn't the angry um, just miserable, uh, anger-driven character that he, he was wasn't in the as first. vengeful as he was in the first. But one, it makes yeah. sense because, kind of to the point with ego always being by himself. I mean, all Drax had was like the single mission: I gotta avenge my family. Right, gotta avenge my family. Where now he doesn't, you know, uh, Ronan's dead. Right, you know that whole thing of Ronan killing his family. They're dead. Mm-hmm. So that's fine he has his unit so he's going to not have that chip on his shoulder right in this one and i think it could have been easy for a writer to be like fuck we gotta still keep that chip on his shoulder yeah, but it didn't so. need to i and think I, I mean i do feel the the thing that he does have is arrogance to him oh, but they sure. all have arrogance yeah. that's the beautiful thing you uh-huh. know their biggest flaw out of everybody in this group is their arrogance and individual arrogance that clashes all the all time. over the place. So I think to me that's like what with makes it great and conflict, uh-huh. right? But the arrogance stems from different life circumstances. Right. So when they understand what that is, that's the way that they get to unlock each other to really mm-hmm. kind of team up. You know yeah. what I mean? In my opinion, and I love that. And they kind of have that same family dynamic as married with children. Where, <laughs> they really do. Where yeah. they're all miserable and they all they're all curmudgeons sp- and yeah. assholes, you and know? they'll give each each other shit but if anybody outside of that circle tries to give them shit they right. like, like lash oh, out. No. Yep. Get the hell out they back here. each other up right right so right. and i i really love that about that totally so i mean all in all man for me i am excited to see where they take this mm-hmm. stuff i'm i'm a huge james gunn fan yeah i loved i fell in love with him i mean he did uh slither uh but the one that I fell in love with is he did Super with Rain oh, Wilson. Oh, Rain Wilson. And just that tone and style, I was just mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm hooked. This guy's really good. I've been following his career ever since then. And coming to this stuff, I just I love the way his mind works. Yeah. You know, he's such a um a unique perspective. Yeah. It was you know? just so well written. Mm-hmm. The shots were gorgeous. Jesus, I know. And the angles really cool. Now, I mean, some things kind of started getting a little to cg for me mm. that was the one thing that i kind of didn't like um but 
you kind of you kind of let it go. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whenever it's stuff in outer space, you're like, it's kind of mostly CG. <laughs> you know, just gonna. That's true, but I feel like they did more practical sets in the first one than they did this one. Because well, because in that they were inside a lot more, I think. So the well, they were inside effects. a lot in this movie too. I mean, they mm. you know inside of the the big castle of egos. I mean, mm. they were inside there, but that was all CG. Yeah, I'm. That was the only thing for me that I was a little like, it's a very CG. The only yeah. time that it wasn't super CG is when you're on the ships. Right. Everything else was super CG. CG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing that kind of pulled me out of it a little bit because I can because I'm noticing it. Yeah, I get, you know, you CG do all the things that you need to. Um, but as soon as I start noticing that it's CG, it pulls me out of the sure. environment. Yeah. So that was the only thing for me that I was like, Ooh. but still, I kind of looked past it. Still fun. Yeah. I still loved it. It's still pretty friggin' amazing. Totally. Excited. And if you go see it, for God's sake, stay till the end. I know. I don't. Why do people leave? Every time we were because in the they theater don't care, that's and we're looking around and people are just bouncing. It's like, have you learned nothing from what? 14, maybe they have to pee, Marvel. Noah. I had to go so bad, well, but you, I was going to wait. Yeah, but maybe somebody else has a small bladder. Maybe. You know? I had to go since, like, the middle of the movie, and I have a weird thing with that. Like, I to be honest with you, I, I would have probably have thing. left myself. I don't really care to know what the next movies are going to be. I just kind of want to show up. I feel like it's like a little mini teaser. But this time I actually had a lot of good stuff no for this one. I have no idea what the fuck was going to happen. I don't even know what the hell that thing was. I don't even know who that Midas Touch bitch was. She's just a gold standard, I guess. Teo. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I don't but even know who they were. It I might be for the a... third movie. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I do not know. Yeah. I kind of want to look it up, though. Yeah. But then I don't want to look it up. You yeah. know, I just want to kind of discover it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. But because, then I'm just like, uh, come on. Because his dad's character was different in the comics. I don't know too much about guardians before these movies but i do know like they modified the dad uh-huh for to fit this. the narrative uh-huh i mean it makes sense yeah my curiosity though because they end up he still has to have some of that power in him right uh i know i didn't really get that logic where it's like if i die you don't get this power but it's like well but it's already but it's inside already inside of him, of him so, so i don't still know lives there right but when Kurt Russell's character croaked, then his little the blue th- power thing yeah, went away. away. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. I loved it. Either way, I just enjoyed the ride. Yeah. You know, touche. You know. it's kind of funny that that guy just ran around just dipping his battery in everybody. Yeah, he was freaking Zeus, <laughs> just being like, "And I'll do you, and, and I'll, I'll do, do you." you. Oh, look at your tentacles. That's hot. Uh-huh. Time to do you. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was funny when he was showing him like his little little uh, pop-up storybooks, basically, uh-huh. in his place. He was still wearing the same leather jacket with the feathered hair, no matter what aliens he was porking. Right, like, right, right. I'm like, so... He looked like Michael J. Fox from fucking yeah. uh, Teen Wolf the I'm whole like, time. Uh, so you didn't modify yourself to look like those aliens? Yeah. And they're still mm-hmm. like, I'll do you fleshy thing. I'll check it out. So I thought that was kind of funny. Did you notice all like the sperm symbology around? Like his oh, yeah. spaceship was a sperm and like all the little er- like things that uh, you were sh- he, like these how pictogram or whatever they call them. You know what I'm talking about? The uh... oh, 
fuck, dude. We used to make when we were kids, you know, in the shoe boxes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like throughout oh, the entire I forgot all about the those. Yeah, palace that's so funny. or whatever, but they were all in like little sperm egg mm-hmm. shapes. And, you know? But there was also a lot of uh, roots and tree symbolism True. in a lot of that. If you mm-hmm. looked at his floor and his palace or whatever, mm-hmm. there was like literal roots. I mean, just drawings through. and right. things. It wasn't even like, it was just the design. I thought yeah. that was, it was all about like world building and like life, the beginning mm-hmm. of life and all this stuff. And I thought that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. The art direction is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. awesome. Can we just really quick before we end this thing, can we just talk about the music really fast? Yeah. Because it was amazing. Uh, it did. Every it lived single time up, is Definitely phenomenal. lived up to the soundtrack at the first one. So good. Great continuation. Every time. And I love how he uses the soundtrack in the moments to kind of cue us to how we're supposed to be feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, the lyrics are basically the subtext of what's happening in the yep. scene and i'm like such good use yeah of music mm-hmm. throughout a throughout a movie um i've many many times throughout this movie i was getting a little wiggle in you know and what do you think of the opening credits uh phenomenal i thought that was awesome well it's such a i also good struggled study. which one to look at like <laughs> well and that's the beautiful thing because it's such a great study in letting the audience letting their mind choose to make up what's happening mm-hmm. for themselves yeah because all we could do is hear it mm-hmm. and we're watching Groot little baby Groot on the little screen we're picturing something that would be 10 million times better that that creates an experience this is why I love cinema when directors do stuff like this because in that singular moment out of the 150 people that were in that theater with mm-hmm. us every single one of those people had a different experience yeah. in that moment mm-hmm. their little mini movie that was playing in their head filling in the gaps yeah. was different than everybody else mm-hmm. so you just create a very individual experience for that and i'm like that's such a great way to open up a movie yeah you know and you're focusing on something that's awesome and that everybody loves and you get introduced to this character that comes back in a really big way obviously but it was so enjoyable to just have my own little mini movie going mm-hmm. so and how fucking adorable is Baby Groot? Uh, like, oh my god, stupid the adorable. whole thing, and it does not wear like, at all. You're just like, oh my god, you're so cute. I thought it was gonna get boring at some point. I know. Like, me too. How many I thought times it was gonna be like a worn joke, but no, no, never. It was wonderful. Oh my god, I loved it. So I want a little Baby Groot. I know, but I'm also glad that they're aging him for the next next one because that to. could yeah. get really. I mean, get really tiring. Well, so for him to kind of probably to go back aging. to the same size as the, the first one uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Which makes me excited to see Teenage Group. <laughs> we saw a little of we it. We saw so a little, like, yeah. And it's interesting now Peter can understand him. Right. So it's so maybe it's just when you're around him for longer, you start you get to it. understand. True. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see the next one. Give it to me, James Gunn. Give it to me good. Do it now. next week. Is next week good? Can yeah. you release it's, it's it? It's already made. Right? It's already made. <laughs> can, we get, can we get a sneak peek? Can we get, can we get, can we? So, well, man. We did it. We did it. What's awesome. the next? What's another one that's coming out? Uh, This summer, we have Wonder Woman. All right. This fall, we have uh both Justice League and Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Um, there's other movies that are. Coming I'm curious out. about Justice League though. Uh, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna see it because uh-huh. comic books. But 
You know, Zack Snyder is famous for his trailers being amazing and his movies being shitty. Oh. And those the trailer that came out wasn't great. So I'm like, oh, damn, if your trailer is not even that. The movie's going to be awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's the hope. Huh? No, I was thinking... If the trailer is not good, how much more worse can the movie be? Yeah, that's true. But but no. you know what? I just go into these things with an open mind and a with no expectations. Yeah, I guess my question that's is that's my goal is no <laughs> expectations. Yeah, I guess I guess my question is what movies would you want to do? We have Baywatch. We have I'm not going to see Pirates of the Caribbean, so you can. Good about that, Mister. Yeah, I'm done watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my gosh, like, I was done. How after many the third more? One. How yeah. many more are you gonna make? We have Wonder Woman, The Mummy, uh, coming out. Uh, Transformers: The Last Night. Baby Driver looks awesome. Despicable Me Three. Baby Driver, heard that? That's Edgar Wright's new yeah, movie. Yeah, looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. I heard it's supposed to be pretty good. Um, well, we'll see. Spider we have... Man. Well, Spider Man would be good. War of the Planet of the Apes. No, oh, dude, I'm down with Planet of the Apes. Really? I I'm love the last one. We have Lego Ninjago coming out. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> it's it looks amazing. Does it? Yeah, it looks awesome. So I mean, we got we got a lot of really good stuff coming out. So I'm excited. Well, you know, and then we got other things that we're going to be doing too. We're going to be having some of the independent films mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing. Uh, I got a buddy of mine. Uh, his his film just came on iTunes. It's called the Diary of an Unhappy Married Man. Is it iTunes or Xbox? Is it the one it's you sent me? Xbox, iTunes, and Apple. I mean, not Apple. Um, iTunes. Amazon Xbox and Amazon. That's gotcha. Oh, cool. So you can go buy those. You can go check it out. What's it called? Uh, I believe it's the Diary of an Unhappy Married Man. Mm, okay. Yeah. Sounds sounds bright. Yeah. Cheerful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, but we uh, but we can get him on the podcast and cool. you know we can do something and chat with him. I got a couple of other people uh, kind of lined up for for some conversations. There's a girl right now that's she's 20 years old just basically uh tearing up she her movie was just in tribeca wow and uh just she's kind of killing it and she did it all herself man whoa really yeah she was she she wrote directed yeah let's get her in here this whole fucking thing um it was really funny because i posted it because indywire did a piece on her and a friend of mine messaged back saying this is my really good friend like i went to high school with her and I was just like, tell her to get on the podcast. So she messaged her. So I was like, all right, cool. This would be kind of cool. So we might get some pretty fun people to kind of talk awesome. other films as we do these mini majors. I think it's going to be a good time I'm to you know just that. bring other people's kind of stuff. So we're oh. not always doing the you big know ones. the the big ones because there's a lot of really great cinema out mm-hmm. there that we miss. Yeah, you know what I mean. So look forward to that. Yes, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I curse at you guys because I love you. Okay, yeah. that's how I show love. All right, you filthy animals. <laughs> well, till next time, I guess that's us, huh? That's us. Definitely go out and see this movie. It is Please amazing. Do. Which I'm assuming you have if you listen to all the spoilers we said. But even right. if you didn't, honestly, like even if you know all this shit, it's still an amazing. Still experience. amazing. Yeah. Because we really didn't ruin that much. No. Highly recommend it. We sort of did, but we, we sort of kind of gave <laughs> away everything yeah. that happens. Yeah. But. Every only the but really we, we significant basically talk stuff. like Baby Groot the entire time, so there's a lot of <laughs> fill holes that yeah. still need to be filled. So go see that exactly. So awesome. All right, man. Well, uh, make sure everybody to go uh, check out our uh, Twitter page, Twitter. UFR Podcast, uh, Instagram UFR Podcast, website like UFR that. Podcast, and if you Facebook guys like page. our show, 
make sure you guys go to iTunes, write us a review. It really helps us out, shows us how much love you guys got. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some really good stuff coming up for you in the next couple of weeks, man. I mean, we yeah, got, we we got, got some a great slate of stuff coming uh-huh. out. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jonesy. Well, thank you, man. All right. Love you guys. We out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.